And so as we begin to look at this on today, I want to begin to talk about the power of the bread, the, the, the bread of life. I had you go to the wrong scripture. Go to John, chapter number, John, 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 chapter number six, starting at verse number 30. Father, we thank you now. As we create the relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. We are the Rock Church and we create what? Let's say it again. We are the Rock Church and we create what? I want you to say it again and I want you to say it aloud. We are the Rock Church and we create what? Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord. It is my strength and my Redeemer. Verse number 30 in chapter number 6. So they said to him, Then do you do for a sign so that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate manna in the wilderness as it is written. He gave them bread out of heaven to eat. Verse number 32 says, Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread out of heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread out of heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. Verse number 34 Verse number 34, then they said to him in John chapter 6, verse number 34, then they said to him, Lord, always give us this bread. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me, and yet you do not believe me. Verse number 36 says, But I said to you that you have seen me, and yet you do not believe me. I, I want to say that again, reading that. But I say to you that you have seen me, and yet do not believe me. I want you to go back up, and I want you to look at that verse that we read. Verse number 30. As they were talking to Jesus, you can take your seats. As they were talking to Jesus, there was a conversation here. And as we talk about the bread and we look at the bread, and our thesis for today is the power of the bread. Jesus being the bread of life. The bread of life. When we look at the bread of life and we think about the bread of life and we think about bread, creating a meal without bread seems to be incomplete and unfinished. In most cases, the creator of the meal says, let me add some bread. Others may say it will be okay. However, in the life of humanity, we cannot deny that bread is a common denominator that brings a meal together. 
Let us talk about the power of the bread. When we look at the etymology of the bread, breaking down that word bread in the Greek or the Hebrew, it is lehem. That word represents its use for a solid food. When we look at the theological meaning of bread, the theological meaning, it was a gift from God. It was a gift of God, not just a miracle, but a gift of God. When we think about this and we're looking at the story in Exodus where he gives them bread and meat, he gives them bread in the evening, meat in the morning, and every day they ought to go out and to get their portion. Reason being that if they don't get it all, it will spoil. A lot of times we leave what God gives to us on the ground because we're afraid to take what God has given us. A lot of times we don't accept what God is giving us. A lot of times we deny the hand of God by pushing it away and leaving it there. And as you can see, and as you go back and read in, in Exodus, it says that Moses commanded them to take all that they needed and to leave nothing behind, to leave nothing behind. But they were so disobedient that they left bread and meat behind to spoil. How many of you know that when you leave the blessing of God on the ground, it becomes a spoil and it becomes a distaste in the presence of God. It says that you yourself are not ready, that you've not prepared yourself to take all that God has given you. You're asking for much, but you won't take much. You're asking for more, but you won't prepare the capacity of your mind, of your soul, of your heart to take all that God has given you, the power of bread. He, he gives it to them every day. He prepares meat and bread for 40 years. He, he gives it to them in the wilderness. He gives them manna. In the wilderness, he gives them bread. He, he gives them a gift every single day, more than you can receive, more than you can handle. Everything that you needed was given to them every single day. They did not go a day without the gift of God. They did not go a day without the blessing of God. They did not go a day without the glory and the grace of God and the mercy of God, the bread of life, the bread of life. And as we jump over into John, we can see that Jesus is having uh, some discourse here with the Jews. He's, he's talking to the Jews, and, and, and the Jews begin to come at Jesus in a way that they were not prepared. And they begin to talk about, can you give us bread? Uh, can you give us a sign? What works are you doing to make this happen? And as we begin to talk about this today, many of us look at Jesus as works. We don't look at him as a savior. We don't look at him as a Lord. We, we look at Jesus as somebody that has to do something for me to get something. Ah, that's why you got to be real careful in how you perceive your salvation. The Bible says that each and every one of us ought to do what? To work out our own salvation. It is up to you 
to choose to work out your relationship with God. It's up to you to choose how you serve God. It's up to you and how you choose to manage your relationship and your favor and your grace and your commitment and your faith with God. God. God is not a God that's going to push himself on you. He's not a God that's going to do tricks to get you to serve him. The miracles were what? They were for the unbeliever, not for the believer. The miracles, but we see the believer wanting what? A sign sign of bread. They begin to talk about uh, uh, he gave Moses bread in the wilderness. First mistake. He gave Moses bread and Jesus begins to correct them and says it was not about Moses. It had everything to do with God. The bread that you're talking about it comes from God. It comes from God and when we think about the bread when you eat bread, what does it do? It fills you up. When you eat too much bread, it'll cause you to go to sleep. When you eat too much bread, it'll cause you to expand in ways in your health and in your life that you don't want to. And now you got to go buy extra clothes and you got to do this and you got to do this. And, and, and that bread causes all type of things to begin to happen in your life. The same way with the Jews. They, they were only concerned about being full of bread. They were never concerned about reconnecting their relationship with God. They were not concerned about their eternal salvation. They were only concerned, what can you do for me? Perform a miracle so that I can believe. Perform a miracle so that I can believe that you're Jesus Christ. But I'm standing right here. The same as the same way the children of Israel did. They saw the manna, they saw the bread, and they still didn't believe. God puts the miracle right in your hand and you still don't believe. God opens the door and you still don't believe. You're still asking for bread. Bread that is going to do what? To fill you up. Bread that's only filling you up. It's, it's feeding you, but it's not saving you. The bread that you're taking now, it's killing you. It's, it's contaminating your body. And it's overflowing in your body in such a way that it's only food. It's not even nourishment anymore. Because if you begin to consume something too much, it doesn't seem to be nourishment anymore. It now becomes what? An addiction. Can I really say that sometimes we become addicted to God feeding us with the gift? We become addicted to the food and not the gift. We become addicted to the nourishment. We become addicted to the taste and not the person that is providing for us. So when we talk about this bread of life in Jesus, begins to say, he says, truly I say to you that it is not Moses who has given you the bread out of heaven, but it is my Father. For the bread which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. And then he says, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. Jesus begins to say that I 
am the bread of life. What does this mean? The bread of life that does what? Number one, Jesus is saying that I am the bread of life that satisfies. I am the bread of life that fulfills and completes and comforts. Jesus is the one that satisfies my soul. He, he fills my soul. He comforts me. He completes me in all of the areas of my life. He's a satisfying agent in my life. I am the bread of life, the bread that satisfies me. It satisfies my hunger. It fulfills me. Have you ever eaten a meal and when you were done, you were not fulfilled? You were just pleased. You just engaged your hunger. You didn't engage the fulfillment of the meal. You just ate the meal. Did you really enjoy the meal or did you just stuff it all down? Did you take time to really examine what was on your plate? Did you take time to, to, to see how that meal was prepared? See, when something satisfies you, it, it puts you in a place of examination. The bread of life, it satisfies me, fulfills me, completes me, it comforts me. I am the bread of life. The bread of life, not only does it satisfy me, but it sanctifies me. We, we got to get back to using that word sanctification. Uh, sanctify me, cleanse me, purify me, wash me, make me whole again, oh God. The, the bread of life, this bread that I'm giving you, this bread that you're longing for is not just nourishment for the natural body, but it's going to satisfy a longing in your heart. It's going to sanctify what to sanctify. It renews me. It reconciles me. It restores me. The bread is my spiritual cleansing and washing agent. He's saying to the Jews now that, that this bread that you're eating now, this, this bread that you desire, it, it is it's the same bread that he gave a gift to the children of Israel. He gave it as a gift to sanctify. He gave it as a gift to fulfill, to comfort to make whole, but they only saw it as lunch, dinner, breakfast, a snack, a good old Thanksgiving meal, a, a, a good old McDonald's meal, or whatever you want to call it, they were never satisfied. How do we say they were never satisfied? Because they complained for 40 years. They grumbled against God for 40 years and he gave them manna and bread every day. A bread that would satisfy your soul. A bread that would sanctify. Jesus is saying the same thing years later. They come back and, and they're saying, give us the same bread. How can you ask for the same bread and you don't even understand that the bread you're asking for was never given from a man. It was given from God. I am the bread of life. The bread of life, it comes to sanctify. It comes to cleanse me comes to wash me, comes to make me whole again. How many of you have been broken in your life? The bread not only comes to make you whole, but the bread will come to break you. Hmm, I want you to come back next week as I begin to talk about the grace of the loaf. 
The bread comes to sanctify, comes to satisfy. The bread of life, I am the bread of life. The bread of life comes, number one, to sanctify. It comes to satisfy. Number two, it comes to sanctify me. And then number three, it comes to sustain me. Somebody say, he's my sustainer. Come on, somebody say, the bread of life sustains me. When we think about that word sustains me, it keeps me. It feeds me. It covers me. It gives to me. It shelters me. Not only does it provide for me, but I like that one. It keeps me in the place of holiness. It keeps me and it keeps my mind in perfect peace. It, it covers me with the blood. It, it covers me with the grace. It, it covers me with all of his mercy, the, the grace of God, the, the grace of God. The bread is the sustainer of life in that whatever I need, want, and desire, Jesus is the bread of life. The bread of life. Uh, he, he's the bread of life. He is the giver of life. He is my redeemer. He is my healer. You hear what I'm saying? He, he's my fortress. He's everything that I need. But there's so many times in life that he's been the bread of life to us. And we've ignored him sustaining us. We've misused the bread the same way the children of Israel misused the bread. They only ate the bread, but they never developed a relationship. They took the meat off the ground, but they never developed a keenness of fellowship and renewal with God. They misused the gift. Ah, come on now. Oh, you're key when I'm saying. He says that the gift was from God. It came from above. It, this blows my mind every time I think about it. And, 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 and I think cooks will really understand this. How do you create bread and meat without a stove? How do you create bread and meat without washing the meat off? Without cleaning the meat off? How do you cook meat without grease? And how, how do you cook it without a fire? And, and, and how do you make a bread without having a, some type of oven to bake it in? Uh, where do the ingredients come from? What, how did all of these ingredients come from heaven, come down through the natural air? Y'all got to hear me now uh, uh, because this blows my mind when I think about it. He says that he created the gift from heaven. It didn't say it came from the ground. Y'all hear what I'm saying? See, this is why you got to stop arguing with people that say that there is no God. This proves it right here. Well, then where did the meat come from? Where did the bread come from? When it hit the ground, it was already prepared for them to eat. They didn't have to do anything but pick it up, take it in their house, and eat it. This is blowing my mind, baby. How do you make bread in the air <laughs> and it comes up out of the ground they picked it up off the ground they didn't pick it up out of a refrigerator <laughs> 
There were no refrigerators in the wilderness. So y'all hearing what I'm saying? The, the bread of life is able to feed you wherever you are. And the bread of life that lives on the inside of you, it comes to do what? Sanctify, satisfy, sustain me. The manna and the bread was given as a gift of God to keep them until they got to the promised land. The manna and the bread was there to sustain them. It wasn't there for you to keep it for a lifetime. But guess what? It took them a lifetime to die, not get to their promise. He gave them manna until they all died. He gave them manna until they did not exist anymore. Until that entire generation was gone, he gave them manna. And you're sitting here with the same mentality. We sit with the same mentality. A small journey took 40 years. They never even set foot. <laughs> the gift of God that is in your life. What are you doing with it? God is giving you a gift. Are you exhausting that gift every single day? Are you moving and walking in that gift every single day as you stand on your feet and raise your hands? Jesus is my rock in the weary land. He's food on my table. Hope when I'm hopeless. Strength when I'm weak. Joy in the times of sorrow. Can somebody say, Jesus is everything to me. He shoes on my feet, clothes on my back. Jesus is everything to me. He's my burden bearer, a mind regulator. Peace in the midst of the storm. Jesus is everything to me. He's my all in all, my help for tomorrow. A way out of no way. Jesus is everything to me. Jesus is all the world to me. He's all that I need, all that I want, all that I desire. Jesus is everything to me. He's the bread when I'm hungry. He's water when I'm thirsty. He's everything to me. All I gotta do is draw near unto him and everything that I need, my soul will be satisfied, my mind will be sanctified, and my purpose will be sustained in him. He's everything that I need. I don't want him to just feed me. I want him to fill me. I don't want to just sit at the table and eat. I, I, I want to sit at the table and dine with you. See, when you dine with someone, that means that there is conversation. There is no rush. You go through each portion of the meal moment by moment. As you lift your hands, begin to say, Father, feed me. Begin to say, Jesus, be the bread in my life. Let your life draw me closer. As you feed me, restore me, 
satisfy me. Make me whole. Complete me. Father, sanctify me. Renew me. Restore me. Reconcile me. Jesus, let your bread sustain me. Let it keep me, cover me, guide me, and give to me the spiritual nourishment that will create an eternal salvation in my life. Jesus' name. Jesus is my everything. As you go throughout your week, if you're on social media, I want you to hashtag that. Jesus is my everything. And then I want you to hashtag Jesus is the bread of life. Two hashtags. Jesus is my everything. Second hashtag, Jesus is the bread of life. Father, we thank you.